0: You are listening to the Life Reconstructed podcast with me, Teresa Amaral Beshwaite, grief expert, best-selling author, and widow. I'm so glad you're here because in this and every episode, I shine a light on the widowed way forward. Hello and welcome to episode 10. In this episode, we distinguish between pain and suffering. You'll understand how to deal with each which will lighten your load starting today. Although the words pain and suffering are often used interchangeably, I'd like to make an important distinction. Pain is the uncomfortable emotion that comes with being alive. It's what we experience when we lose our spouse, among lots of other difficult life circumstances. We feel pain when we miss our spouse's physical presence and mourn our shared past and the future we had planned. Suffering, on the other hand, is the uncomfortable emotion that we manufacture in our minds and pile on top of the pain. Suffering is optional, it's unnecessary, and yet it's extremely common. The pain of loss is the wound and the suffering is the salt in the wound. Suffering can sound like I should have been able to save him. I should have made him go to the doctor. I should have been a better spouse. I should have known she needed help. I should have apologized to her. I should have spent more time with him. Every feeling we humans experience comes from our thoughts. Anytime you feel an uncomfortable emotion, notice what thoughts you're currently thinking. Write those thoughts down and ask yourself two simple and yet powerful questions. One, is it true? And two, is it useful? It's shocking how often our brains offer us thoughts that are neither true nor useful. And even if a thought seems true, If it isn't useful, then it's not serving you. This is important because thoughts are powerful. Thoughts create feelings and feelings prompt the actions that create our results. So our thoughts ultimately create results for better or worse. Thoughts have that much power. So the two questions, is this thought true? And is this thought useful? will help you distinguish between pain and suffering. If you can answer no to either of those questions, the thought you're thinking, I would guess, is probably creating suffering for you. Now let's take a closer look at pain. Thoughts that produce pain that comes with the loss of a spouse are actually useful thoughts. They create what sometimes is called clean pain. And processing pain, as we learned in episode four, is the most efficient way through. For example, thoughts like, I miss his hugs, I miss him, I miss us, will likely create feelings of sadness. And this is an emotion that we can be present with in order to process. On the other hand, thoughts like, I should be further along by now, I should have been able to save him, I'm not grieving correctly as well as other forms of self judgment, all create suffering. And these thoughts are often not true. They're certainly not provable in a court of law. And they're also not useful. They create feelings that keep us stuck, spinning in the darkness, looping in suffering. Every human's superpower is the ability to choose thoughts. Thoughts are 100% optional. If your thoughts are not both true and useful, ask yourself, what else might be true? It's entirely possible to direct your brain to select thoughts that ultimately create the results that you seek. Challenging your default thoughts and then choosing thoughts intentionally is how we deal with suffering. The distinction between pain and suffering is an important waypoint in navigating life after loss. Are you feeling the pain of loss that comes with the territory? Yes, no doubt you are. Of course you are. Is your brain manufacturing suffering that makes your journey even more difficult? That's what I hope you'll discover today. So remember, pain that comes with great loss is pain that we need to process. Suffering comes from untrue or unhelpful thoughts that our brains are offering us. And we can learn to be fierce editors of those thoughts, deleting them and choosing other thoughts that are 100% true and useful. When you're no longer bogged down with suffering, you'll have much more time, energy, and ability face your grief head on and take more efficient strides toward the future you want for yourself. And that is my hope for you. There's much more to come right here in this podcast. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, know that I believe in you, and I'm here for you. Take care. If you found this podcast helpful, I invite you to join Life Reconstructed, my coaching program exclusively for widowed people. It will help you step forward toward a life you will love again. Simply go to thesuddenwidowcoach.com and click work with me.